we're talking about the film Moxie. Uh, Amy Poehler directed it, and I think wrote it as well. I'm pretty sure. Yeah. Um, no. No. <laughs> Not she at only all. directed it. I think it was a book. <laughs> she directed and produced it. It was a book, and then the screenplay. Bleh. Fuck. The screenplay was by Tamara Chesna, whoever that is, and Dylan Meyer. Yeah, it was, yeah, 2015 novel, the same name, that's what it was adapted from. But anyway, um, Moxie's one of the better films we've seen uh, so far, which isn't really saying much. I don't know what Netflix is doing. It really isn't. Not that we've seen as many as we were supposed to yet, but... I don't have high hopes. <laughs> Did we ever? Um, <clears throat> no, they were always pretty mediocre. I guess, I, I guess... We should be glad that we even had, um, uh, I Care A Lot, right? Dude, I Care A Lot was pretty fire. That's what I'm saying. I'm glad that we had that, at least. But no, this one wasn't bad. Um, uh, yeah, I love, I love Amy Poehler. I think she's great. She wasn't in the film enough. Obviously, she casted herself as, a, like, a mother, uh, so, and it's a teenage film, so that kind of sucked. Um, but... Yeah, I guess we should talk a little bit about the plot, just so you, if you haven't seen it, you now you know what it's about. Alright, so we kind of just decided like four minutes ago, <laughs> somebody brought it to my attention that this is definitely a spoiler podcast, and it had always been my intention sort of that you would watch the movies and then listen to it to just listen to our discussion and sort of be a part of the discussion. But in our trailer, I also definitely said that this is something you could listen to to avoid bad movies, but you wouldn't be able to know that it's a bad movie (laughs) until I've already spoiled it for you in the entire podcast. So we're going to move to sort of doing a little teaser that kind of gives you the vibe of the movie before the main episode is released. Yeah, possibly even with our ratings. Greg is a little um, less familiar with uh, film criticism, but there, there's definitely a podcast or... This is more YouTube, I'm thinking. Um, I used to be obsessed with movie reviews, but they would have versions where they comp- talk about the movie for a decent amount of time and actually never spoil a thing. And then they had spoiler uh, versions. Um, we're definitely spoiling the whole thing. Yeah, so we're definitely spoiling basically, at the it. beginning of every episode, I'm going to give the plot synopsis that Wikipedia provides, as long as it's not ridiculously long, like some of the movies that we've seen. Yeah. And then we'll jump into our discussion just as a sort of refresher. If it's been a while since you saw that movie, which hopefully as we catch up in terms of timeline, you'll be listening to this pretty soon after the movie was released and after you've seen it. So you wouldn't need that as much. But just a refresher, just in case. It even helps me, honestly, because my brain barely works. Shut up. (laughs) Alright. So, Moxie. Vivian is 16 years old and lives with her mother, Lisa. She goes to Rockport High School and joins her best friend, Claudia. They go to class, taught by Mr. Davies. Vivian notices a classmate, Seth, who has gotten more attractive over the summer. Earlier, he used to be called Seth the Shrimp. This is, like, very on the nose. I don't even remember it being, like... (laughs) (laughs) Mr. Davies introduces a new student, Lucy. 
Mr. Davies begins a discussion of The Great Gatsby, which Lucy criticizes as another tale of a rich white guy expressing sorrow over not having one woman. Mitchell interrupts Lucy's opinion and defends Gatsby. Later, Vivian witnesses as Michelle, at, oh my god, as Mitchell ends up taking the soda Lucy was trying to buy and spits in it. <laughs> Lucy reports Mitchell to Principal Shelley, who doesn't want to penalize Mitchell and tries to avoid getting involved in the dilemma. At home, Vivian goes through Lisa's stuff and finds old zines and gets inspired. Next day at school, an incident happens where the jocks list is sent to everyone's phone, where many girls are embarrassed by their superlatives, giving them sexist and perverse opinions, and making the girls self-conscious. When Lucy is called a foul word by star Jock Mitchell, Cunt. Vivian becomes inspired by her feminist mother Lisa and starts Moxie, a zine aimed at calling out the unfair treatment of girls at the school and empowering them to come forward with their issues. Vivian befriends Lucy, as well as a group of other girls who have been put down, but her best friend Claudia is reluctant to get behind the movement, and it causes a rift between them. Vivian also starts a relationship with a classmate named Seth, who knows she started Moxie and fully supports her. After Mitchell wins an athlete award over the girls' candidate, Kira, Vivian walks home depressed, drinking a bottle of champagne along the way. She comes home to find Lisa with John, as and is annoyed that she kept this relationship a secret from her, Vivian then throws up. This, this is a weird, honestly, is a synopsis. very weird plot synopsis because they didn't mention who John was, and it's very, it's just strange. It sounds like a child wrote it. Yeah, it doesn't <laughs> seem oh like my. the usual. Sorry, guys. <laughs> Wikipedia goods. Um. <laughs> What the fuck? This is weird. Later, the Moxie girls respond to Mitchell's win by putting crude stickers all over the school. Principal Shelley, who was called out by Moxie for not supporting the girls, attempts to shut down the group. Claudia, who eventually joined the group, takes the fall for it. Vivian then hits a low point when Claudia calls her out for not coming forward. While also hitting a bump with Seth and Lisa after she yells at them and Lisa's boyfriend John during dinner. That was cringy, by the way. It was. Vivian finds a note from an anonymous girl who claimed to have been raped the previous year. Vivian gets Moxie supporters to stage a walkout in support of the girl. The majority of students do so, and Vivian reveals to have started Moxie. Head cheerleader Emma comes forward as the girl who wrote the note, stating that Mitchell, her ex, was the rapist. <clears throat> Sorry. She stands up and reveals to everyone that Mitchell raped her the previous year when they were dating, and him calling her most bangable left her mortified. All the students are horrified and lend their support. Shelley overhears and prepares to punish Mitchell at last. Vivian reconciles with her mom, Claudia, and Seth, and Moxie gains more followers. Lisa expresses pride in her daughter. The girls throw a party in celebration for Moxie. Um, Not a great... No... It did Plot remind me of certain things, but also strange. Um, I guess we can start from the top. Uh, okay, so yeah, the it does start with an English class. Um, Seth, I didn't really even notice that he was—he wasn't even important in the plot yet. That's where they brought that up. Um, well, it's the first love interest. Well, no, but yeah, but that just didn't, yeah. But anyway, um, the new also, student, Lucy. Also, just on the side, less toxic Reggie from 
um, Riverdale. Who? Seth. He's not toxic at all. And he's way more attractive. That's why I said less toxic. And also, he was a jock, though. Seth wasn't a jock. He was, like, Seth, a skater boy. Yeah, but, like... I don't I don't agree with that. I'm gonna say I don't... I, if anyone watches Riverdale out there... Not that I do anymore. I don't remember what happened, but... <laughs> um, she made me watch it. Yeah. No, what? Whoa! <laughs> no. Mm-hmm. And I haven't seen... There's been so many episodes, seasons we haven't even seen. Whatever, Moxie. Anyway, Lucy, they didn't mention was black and, like, totally not from... I think she's from San Francisco or, like, the Bay Area or something. Like, she's from the Bay. Yeah, she's from a more uh, progressive area, which is... And she just isn't that cookie-cutter uh, suburbia thing, so they should have mentioned that in this plot. Um, so they are discussing the Great Gatsby, and she does throw out that whole, like, yeah, it's about a white guy, and... It's a valid point. No, it's true. It was an entirely valid point. She was like, why are we listening to this guy lament about the fact that he can't have one fucking woman when he's rich, lives in a mansion, and is, like, can have whoever he wants? Okay, but that book gets a little deeper. It's about, like, you know, money not being everything. But either way, Mitchell interrupts her, but it's peculiar because, one, he seems so impassioned, but two, he actually likes her. That's the weird thing. He's kind of into her. Um, I don't know if you remember that. The same thing with the soda, because he was like, let me buy you a soda. She's like, I'm going to buy my own soda. You think he's into her? I definitely, he was trying to, like, make sexual advances on her. Um, really? You didn't get that? Uh, she, I didn't get that She Because she rejected him so much, that's when he got angry. Oh, I picked up on that immediately. I thought it was just that he feels... Not that he was coming on to her like that, but that any sort of rejection against him is, like, something huge to him. No, it was definitely sexual. That's why she was like, yo, that dude's a rapist. And I immediately caught that. I was like, yeah, he... I thought she caught that from how vile he was in return to just her normal rejection. No, it was sexual. Mm. I definitely immediately was like, he's trying to fuck her. He thinks, or he's at least fascinated by her. I mean, he definitely seemed creepy rapist the second he spit in her soda. Because he could have just, like, fucking thrown her soda, like, away. Or not done anything. The fact that he did anything at all is super creepy. Um, but yes, that is how that started, um, in my opinion. Uh, okay, where does he? Oh, yeah, she... The principal doesn't want to penalize him, but this also seems very, like, I don't know. It just seemed like the principal was too, like, not... Not proactive? Yeah, like, a principal has to be more proactive. She wasn't doing anything. She was like, this is a lot of paperwork. Like, if if I'm going to take this seriously. No principal's going to do that. And she had won, like, that NAACP award or some shit like that for (laughs) best principal in 2016. I'm so sorry. Jesus. I didn't mean... Sorry, guys. I hit, hit the mic. Um, yeah, no. I I didn't believe that at all. That was a little bit... This movie did some things well, but what I will say is it simplified too much. Um, that, that was a problem I had. Uh, okay. Let's see. Vivian goes through Lisa's stuff, and she basically finds about her mom's, like, feminist past... Um, for some reason, I feel like the synopsis makes it seem like Vivian was kind of, like, egged on by her mom, but, like, her mom didn't actually know that she did anything with Moxie. She didn't know that she found these, like, she didn't really know anything. No. And then they kind of 
It also just introduced John without introducing John. It was just like Vivian was mad at John. We didn't even know who John was from that plot summary. Yeah, that's true. I don't know. This whole thing's almost kind of throwing me off. I'm almost confused, yeah. Um, I'm trying to work Do with it, Do we have though. to even follow through with like the whole plot thing? Well, because it is reminding me of some stuff. I, I'm I'm adding things back like into it. Uh, oh, okay, the list. This is interesting. So they do have a list every year, um, and it, there's like a, a pep rally or whatever, and then this list just goes out, and I guess it's about the girls in the school, um, and they rank them for different things. Has that been in something else before? Yes. Well, actually, it was in Pen Fifteen that I saw, where they make you know lists about girls. Not that something else. I don't know. That might be a thing that they actually do in girls. I don't know. It's never happened in a school I went to, um, and and I have mixed feelings about it because you shouldn't rank women. You shouldn't do. You shouldn't do that shit. And I wish we could see like a full list. Like I don't even know what would be on the list. But honestly, I'm gonna tell you all some real shit. In high it's school, not the hair thing. No. Oh. Oh no! I was. <laughs> I almost feel like I have to bring it up now. No, no, I wasn't thinking that at all. I was gonna say I was a really ugly little thing in high school. Um, so if if a if I got you know rated like nicest rack, like that's not nice in general. But I would have been living. <laughs> I would have been living. But also, I did lose for best hair. But that's. That's a white supremacy thing uh, that happened at my school. Greg doesn't want me to talk about it. He wants to silence me again. That's okay. Um, wow. Be like that with the patriarchy. Wow. Um, <laughs> uh, anyway, so, but yes. Um, yeah, Lucy is basically called a cunt by, by John. Uh, just be, Or Michael, I'm sorry. Mitchell. Mitchell. So I can't read. Um, but again, that's because he rejected her, his, uh, his advances. Um, okay. Also the. They're not even talking about the way she starts the group. She puts like these little flyers in the bathroom and people start picking them up. Well, again, we're talking about this as if the people have seen the movie. Yeah, I know, but I'm just telling you that this, they left that out. They left out a lot of shit. We could just go free form now. Honestly. All right, fine. And, yeah. Because this this summary is just complete ass. There's there's no way to follow it along like we usually do and just add Thanks. points to that. Moxie was creative. Not the movie itself, the actual magazine that she made. Oh, yeah, but I wish we got to see what was in it more. More than just the little snippets that we did. Well, because there probably was nothing in it. I don't think there were, like, articles. I'm pretty sure it was just principal's an asshole mitchell's a cunt that's what i'm saying like i didn't know how much vivian knew of anything and it was weird because because she really wasn't a feminist it's not that she wasn't a feminist until it was spurred on by lucy and then sort of her mom so she was kind of doing that thing where like like fake it until you make it well moxie suffers from Actually, it's funny, Amy Poehler mentioned this. She's like, we weren't intersectional back then. I would almost beg... I would almost say that Vivian as the lead is not intersectional because she did that typical white woman thing. Where she kind of, she was like the head person. She, she was did, the white savior for female humanity in that school. Kind of, yeah, but she also didn't really... 
know too much what was going on, and she hid for the majority of the film. Yeah. Yeah, which is issue an issue because her friend, um, the synopsis did did mention this. What was her friend's Claudia? Claudia. Claudia took um, she took the fall for her initially, and Claudia was hesitant to to join this group. And it's not because Claudia didn't care about women's rights. Claudia was Asian, which they left out again. Yes, and that is extremely important because not only was she Asian, she was the child of first-generation immigrants. Yes. So they are, like, fresh from a foreign nation. Don't, like, they... Don't rock the boat, yo. Yeah. Just go to college. Go to college. Get smart. We're struggling so that we can provide for you. You can get an education and be something in this country that we came to for you to have opportunities. Which is basically what Claudia had to tell Vivian. Which Vivian should have fucking known. Because she was her best friend. It was her best friend. Exactly. Like, that should have been obvious. You don't... She was so particularly stupid that she was just like, nah, Claudia's parents are just weird. No, Claudia's parents are just Asian. They're just trying to make their daughter become something in this world full of struggle. And you don't know about that because you're white and your mom's a doctor. Is her her mom a doctor? I assume she was a doctor. John, or whoever the fuck his name was, was a surgeon. They were both wearing scrubs. Oh, maybe you're right. I don't know. They have a decent house. She goes to a good they school. They do have a nice house. Yeah. I they had, like, that. a lot of shit. Yeah, they had a lot of shit. Um, so, yeah, I thought that was, like, particularly... Like, she was particularly stupid for a lead. I didn't like her. I also didn't love the way she looked. She was just so very, like... She had that frailness about her. I don't know. Ugh, and then we'll get into this. Can Hollywood once? No, we don't have to get there yet. I was we were gonna talk about it. Fine. Cause like we have more of the film to talk about oh, before we start. Go. Um, yeah. So I like the dude at the print shop. The print shop. Yeah, where oh. he was like really sussed out by her at first, but then he was actually part of the movement eventually. Like she was taking pictures of him, like yeah, throwing up the fists for Instagram and shit. It was kind of cool. Yeah. Um, it felt very uh. I guess modern. Um, you know what's funny and threw me off when Lucy killed Kira, killed, <laughs> kissed <laughs> Kira's friend at the party at the end. Do you Who? remember that? Who? The soccer player. Yeah. She... Lucy kissed her. Did she really like yes. her mouth? Yes. And then they started making out like it was a, it was a vivid point of the movie. Like a end. feminist thing, like no, feminist... like they're gay. Yeah, but like. But I, I guess I don't know. I never know what that. Okay, ah, that's so funny. I didn't even realize. I think it I was, was just low key, but there was a little bit of tension between them too. I was a little bit distracted. Uh, By what? I don't know. Someone came rolling up in that. Uh... Shut. <laughs> you can't talk and I was about like, it. really, right now? This, you're not even a mean character. You can't talk. About I'm not it. gonna talk about it. Greg says we're not PC enough, and. As it is. As it is. And there are certain topics that are off the table. So he said this is an absolute no. Yeah. Um, but anyway, I got distracted. Also, did you realize one of the one of the women in the group of Moxie was trans? Yes. I didn't I pick did up know on that, that first. Immediately so... when they had the first meeting at that dude's party. I thought maybe, but I wasn't sure. Because they said that the teachers weren't calling them by their new name. Oh, okay. 
Okay. Well, I'm glad. Okay. Well, when I figured that out, I thought that was actually pretty cool. Yeah, I thought that was actually pretty cool. Um, Because that person does, can belong in a feminist group. Well, really, even guys should have been more in it because. But I liked that Seth did that. Yeah. That was that was a cute little thing that they did where he had the stars that day. Yeah. Um. There's like some just like cute little like high school you know things. I loved that they addressed the dress code thing. Oh, yeah, because that was stupid even at my school. Yeah. And that they really pointed it out in the classroom. She was like, that bitch is wearing a fucking spaghetti strap top right now. Yeah. Why is why am I different? Yeah. And, the, and they, they couldn't, they can't just say can't it's because you have bodacious. huge fucking tits. Yeah. That even happened in my school. Because in my school, we had the same thing with a dress code. And it really never made any sense because it's like, you know, you might distract uh men from from studying um that's none of my goddamn business don't look at me yeah <laughs> like pay attention to your shit yeah what do you mean i mean i've seen guys who are like i you don't think i'd get distracted on occasion but by then they brought it up man? that that one dude was shirtless all the time dude was always taking his shirt off would that distract me absolutely but Mitchell's that's black backup which was like his token black friend yeah that was weird that was a weird vibe. that really was weird because he was really like his yes man but in an almost racist way he, he to the end like they even did, all the way they did the walkout for the for the rape and they were like we're staying in class the yeah. teacher didn't even stay in class no because <laughs> and he had the stars that was sick <laughs> that, was, that cool. was a sick reveal i forget what's that that guy's name the actor i don't remember but i, I like love him it. in a lot of shit that he pops up in yeah when he was like it's out of my hands and the stars were on the insides of his hands that was sick dude well because it was weird at first he wasn't like he was weird but also, into it I then... sort of understood his uncomfortability on the topic. Well, because he's a teacher, so he's not really yeah. supposed to be political. But then, it, obviously, it was a rape. You can't not yeah. be political. Even the principal was like, Mitchell, come to the office. Mitchell's going to jail, bitch. Like... Yeah, there's no office about it. <laughs> what? Um, so I thought that was kind of cool. It was a little fantastical, though, at points, obviously. Like, that rally never would have happened, like... You can't deface nah. the school with stickers and like all sorts of shit. Oh, or, she wrote in blood. They, they got in trouble with that. She didn't write in blood. It was oh paint. yeah, it was paint. Jesus Christ, <laughs> whose blood did she get? <laughs> paint. What, I liked watching like her blood. dodge the janitor too. Yeah, that was kind of funny. Um, and the little love story with uh with Seth? Seth was really cute. Um, there was a little until bit until her blow up. Yeah, she had like there was a dinner that she had with her mom, her new boyfriend. All and right, Seth. so what they didn't mention is that. Lisa and Vivian were at the supermarket and they ran into this guy named John who works with her mom. And there was a little bit where she's like, you know, sometimes opposites attract or whatever, because John isn't like her. Um, Which apparently she doesn't eat vegetables or some weird shit like that. I don't know. She's just always (laughs) eating junk food. Like dinner was a pint of ice cream one night. (laughs) So she invites John over for dinner and Vivian's like, well, the only way John can come for dinner is if Seth comes for dinner. We're like, okay, you know, they're setting up like a nice, it it should be comedic because it's going to be the awkward younger boyfriend and the awkward older boyfriend and the two opposite women in the, in the scenario. That are maybe at odds. I don't know. But Vivian, like, freaked the fuck out. And I don't even remember what the... She was dealing with a lot of external pressure. It actually had nothing to do with the uh, the dinner at all. It was just... Honestly, it looked so... Yeah, she was, like, digging into John, and then Seth was like, why are you doing that? And she was like, you're a piece of shit, Seth, and just ran away. Um, It was cringy, but 
from, from what I remember from being a teenage girl, you really don't make sense a lot of the time. And you're always fighting with your mother. I don't know why teenage girls want to fight with their mom all the time, but they do. About everything. <laughs> yeah, and then his, so his, his reaction to that was real. Like, he was like, I'm not just gonna let you walk all over me. Like, we're barely even, like, we just started dating. And you left me alone at a dinner with your mom and her boyfriend after yelling at me and calling me, like, a dumb piece of shit. Is that what she called him? No. I don't remember. I just remember her being like. She definitely said some very mean things, and that's the only way I can summarize them. Oh, I just didn't really remember. I just remember her being like, she was just losing her shit a little bit. That's all. I don't know. It was cringy though. It was hard to watch. She like said that we can't all be like some perfect person who gets along with everybody or some shit like that. I mean, I guess I don't know what else happened that I think is worth talking about. Um, the list was, I keep thinking, I don't remember what it was about or where it was from, but the list part was interesting because it was almost gossip girly in, in the way that it like was sent out to everybody at the same time. I don't know how you do that. I, it doesn't happen. It does not happen. It's not something that stupid Mitchell would even be fucking capable of sending out some sort of mass broadcast SMS that has like a link to this list. Oh, oh. Okay, wait. So, fucked up that he labeled the girl that he raped most bangable, first off. But then, there was rankings for everything. So, it was, like, ugliest, like, biggest glow up over the year, best tits, best ass, like, best hair, Nicolette. Okay, listen, this is not my vanity, people. And it's not because I wanted to win best hair. It was a... It wasn't even a list like that. Most I, improved. It was like weird shit. Most improved. Who know. made it? How Can did I they win code most it? improved? Oh, I won most improved twice at sailing camp. See? Maybe that's what my You're going places. Oh, oh, wait. Yeah, th- they don't even know us on the on this uh podcast or anything. Did what we do even you tell mean? them where we're from? What? Do they know where we're from? No. Oh, we're from New York. Well, well, I mean, people the only people who will be listening to this as we start is people who know us. Well, at, fir- at first. Yeah. I just realized we never talked. We never. One of these days we'll have to give you a little bit of a, you know, Background who you're listening episode? to. Yeah. Like, okay. who are we? Well, I mean, I guess the whole point of that is the other podcast. No, that's a little too much. I'll be naked on there. I'm just talking about a little, just a little tiny sliver of who Spoiler. we are. Spoiler. Ah! <laughs> Um, yeah, Greg and I will both be naked, actually. We're quite attractive individuals. <laughs> so, you might even find us on uh, Patreon. Yeah, we're gonna do a whole um, podcast. We're just gonna be naked. So, you're gonna pay so you can look at us. Um, not doing that. Because we're some hotties. <laughs> we're on a cut right now, both of us. The funeral home <laughs> scene was cute. Um, also very unrealistic, but yes. Unrealistic, weird, but cute. You're in a coffin, bro. That was really weird. Yeah. It wasn't cute. <laughs> Outside of Buffy, that's just weird. Yeah, you're right. Maybe I... that normalized it for me. Yeah. I was like, I wouldn't get into a coffin with a boy I barely know, or actually anyone. I probably myself. wouldn't have broken into a funeral home. He's a guy, I've come in here to what, to skate or something? Yeah. 
Why would you be skating inside? No, he skates on, like, the premises, but he noticed that, like, the door was unlocked or some shit like that. And it was like, their security was garbage. I'm like, a funeral home doesn't have security, bro. It's yeah. just a door. Don't go in there. <laughs> <laughs> um, Although, I guess I'd fuck in a coffin, but that's just... You're so sake. macabre. I, well, that's just to... Wait, oh, I... <laughs> Sorry, guys, it's late at night here. cool. Um, I no, fucking a coffin. that's just because I like to push, no, taboo, that's the only reason. It's not because I get off and being in a coffin. It's just the, you know. Did you fuck in a coffin on Halloween? That's a little more on the nose, but I absolutely would. Spooky. I definitely would. I can't think of any other more, like, morbid places to have sex. You know. The whole scene with them in the car. Where he's like, I want to save my virginity for someone special. And she, like, started freaking out. And he was like, no, I mean you, stupid. But just not rushed before a football game was kind of cute. And also in the car. Because car sex is the worst. Yeah, that's not... It's It's bad. not the way to go. But also, that's, like, sort of also unrealistic. That's another thing. I, I have issues with the way they portray... Uh, the introduction into sexuality for for because that's not how it goes. No, it does not. That's it's not usually it very awkward. Guys are not very sentimental. I'll tell you that. Um, it was very romantic. Yeah, it's not romantic in a way that your first time for both of them and both of them having been awkward just a year before and her definitely still being awkward wouldn't have gone that way. Yeah, you just don't know anything about romance. Like you just don't. I mean. Well, they've obviously never had a romantic relationship, so how would they? But that's what I'm trying to say. Yeah, that's why it's unrealistic. I'm just saying it was cute. And also, a young guy, he would definitely fuck her in the car. Yeah! I've never met a boy in my life. A teenage boy that's like, let's not have sex, please. Yeah, let's just do it later (laughs) in a better lighting, more comfortable space. What? No. Um, The one thing I I did want to mention, too, was the, um, I guess, like, the sports, uh, like, athlete of whatever i don't know what the fuck it was what her and oh um, there was like a a sponsored by a a local sporting goods competition at the school for like athlete of the year who would go on to represent the school at some sort of event yes um, it was mitchell would win a scholarship for college yeah yeah it was mitchell who played on the football team which we should mention that is not very good they don't win ever they never win even though it's like this huge event every time they have a football game and my high school is the same way yeah um which actually cheerleading squad fucking on point bro they were doing some crazy maneuvers there were flips backflips like radical pyramids it was awesome um better than they deserved yeah uh and then uh kira 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 was the the head of the soccer team but actually it was a women's soccer well honestly any women's sport even if you do well they don't really care but she was a great, um, her team, like, won All-State or something like that, whatever. Uh, so they put her in the running, um, and she ended up losing. Uh, I don't know if it was rigged or not. They never really, like, let us know. They never addressed it. But and I, you, you I kind of like assume it is, it is most rigged. Likely rigged. Um, but the thing that really hurt was that she was a black woman, and, uh, the scholarship money. Yeah. And Mitchell, I don't, they never talk about if he's like... Mitchell's rich. He's rich. I'm pretty sure, actually, that was that party at his house? No, it was at the awkward oh, mascot's the, house. Which yeah. Which that dude is funny. 
Yeah, that guy was funny. <laughs> that guy was funny. He might have even been school president. Um, Maybe because he was doing the uh, the morning announcements, which also very professional studio for some random high school's morning announcements. It was cool. Um, but yeah, Mitchell, I'm pretty sure is rich. So that that kind of felt a little bit like instead of a popularity contest, there was actual like uh, financial like ramifications. That felt like yeah. really shitty to me. It wasn't a huge scholarship because it was just like. I think it was like ten thousand dollars. Was it? Wasn't it? I thought it was two. It could have been ten thousand. Really, not that much towards college, but it's still a decent amount of money that somebody could use. Although I guess we're assuming that because Kira is a POC, that she's less financially endowed. I mean, we could be. Is that our own internalized racism? I don't know. Maybe it's reparations. I'm black, in case you all didn't know. <laughs> and I'm brown. Well, he's Greek and Dominican, so Afro Afro Latina. Brown. Yeah. Um, but but yeah. The the Mitchell heads was such a weird vibe. People That's over the literally top. had huge cutouts of Mitchell's head, dude. So over the in top in the stands. So. So, again, like, I went to a cookie-cutter high school. Sometimes some shit is just, like, too much. Like, not realistic. But finally, I think we should address the thing that Greg really wanted to talk about. Because Moxie's all about these um, societies, like, beauty standards on women. And how women always have to be perfect. And, you know, life is just not like that, etc., etc. Why cast a bunch of 20-year-olds as teenagers? Because it really hurts your self-esteem when you're growing up and you're like, why the fuck don't I look like that? Like, if I don't look the way I... When I was 16 years old, 17, even 18, I thought I was going to look the way that I look currently today at 24 and ain't going to happen. As a 16-year-old. Yes, but as a 16-year-old. Because of the fact <laughs> that almost all popular media portrays high school students via almost middle-aged people. You just don't peak attractiveness-wise when you're a teenager. You just don't. 16-year-olds in this movie played by 24-year-olds. <laughs> Mitchell, whether he's a senior or not, I don't know, because I thought he was in their actual class because they had classes with him. Yeah. Captain of the football team. Played by a 32-year-old man. He's 32? He had 5 o'clock shadow in the fucking movie. Like wow. KJ Appa in Riverdale. I mean, honestly, it makes me feel better because sometimes I see these movies and I'm like, these people are so hot. Like, I'd fuck them. And then you're like, they're adults too. That's yeah. fine. <laughs> that aside, it really is a... Doesn't it cause some sort of trauma growing up? It has to. You know what I'm saying? But didn't you feel it at the time? Yeah, because you... Whether you're... A boy or a girl or whatever you That's identify what with, you're looking at these people and you're like, shit, I'm going to look like that in like three years when, I, when I'm a junior in high school. And you get there and you're like, what? And then as a, as a sort of adult, you're looking at high school students now. You're like, those people look like fucking children. Yes, that's and also And the reason they look like children, first of all, is because they are technically. Yeah. But also because we've been looking at high school students in movies and seeing grown-ass people but thinking they're kids. Kind of, yes. It's weird. So, yeah, 
when a girl who's supposedly 17 in this movie has a huge rack and a fat ass and is totally dolled up in makeup and looks fantastic and the next guy has a six pack and is super buff and like a fully realized adult male both sides are looking at those people and they're like why don't i look like that why don't i have abs why aren't i built and statuesque and sure you can have the idea that you know when you watch a movie or when you look at tv you want to see pretty people right there are pretty people that are the age of the characters in this movie that are fully capable of acting out those parts. It's not like there was nudity in this movie. No, there, there was wa- nothing super risque. No, to to say that oh we can't have a a seventeen year old play that part because that- it's it's iffy. You know we it's it's a little it's a little dodgy. We can't do that. But see, this is another th- another issue I have. Um, well, actually, I. Th- I thought Pen15 was so good, uh, which is a show I recently watched on Hulu, because they actually had... No, it's Pen15. See, you're not PC. Uh, Anyway, they actually had middle schoolers play middle schoolers, and it was actually pretty fucking cool, because you're like, wait, yeah, that makes sense. Um, Yeah. But no, this is the the thing, too, is that when they have uh, these people play... um, Not only are they adults... But they're always super fucking attractive. Like, you were talking about, like, why don't I look statuesque? I know plenty of guys in their 20s that do not look... Honestly, a lot of men, dad bods. Will never look like the they people in that never, movie. They will never, ever... Whether that's just because they don't choose to look like... I mean, not choose to. There, You know, some stuff's just genetics. But some stuff is just lifestyle and, you know, how you want to be, whatever. But they will never look like that. Like, why are we pushing this thing? Like, this yeah. is... This is top tier two, per, you know, one percent. Sure, extras in the movie looked like normal people. Extras, they wanted to fuck it up. They were like, but the main Let me cast. Pick, let's pick. Why the- do they all look <laughs> perfect? Scrape the the dirt from the earth as the extras. You're sick. <laughs> I can't even tell you what I'm referencing. I'm sorry. <laughs> You're sick. Fuck me. That's funny. Um. <laughs> you're going to hell i know uh um but anyway yes that's i just have it's a lot of issues stupid. with that yeah um just because it's it's maddening and i and i feel like it causes body dysmorphia high school musical was probably the last time and i feel like even they, they were, were high older. schoolers no they were high schoolers. they were high schools that was that's why zach I, Efron, yeah. look at him yeah he was a hot teenager but and it was I'm, realistic yes it was realistic but he actually was a hot teenager. Yeah, that's I'm why allowed was... to say that because I was in middle school. And actually, I was in elementary school when I saw that. You could just still say he's a hot teenager. I don't really feel sexually attracted to teenagers anymore. But objectively, because of the fact that you were in that moment, and also even just looking back at it, like he was an attractive person at that time. That's true. Yeah, I guess so. Sorry, I, I was just thinking if like if today's time like when I have sex with teenage Zac Efron, I do not believe so. I don't even think he looked as good. He didn't, of course, because he was a teenager. Because he was a teenager. <laughs> Duh. People. Um, and you shouldn't go too. Yeah, just don't go. Just don't go too young. You know. What the, What are you saying? What the fuck don't is go going under on? eighteen, people. <laughs> 
I don't know. We ended. We actually had this conversation at work the other day, like about the the portrayal of of high school aged people by adults. Honestly, I think it's still haunting me. I because I I'm one of those people who were, never really got over the fact that I was not popular in high school and I was not. Um, there's a lot of issues I had in high school, but uh, that's the other thing too. Like, Claudia is a fucking nerd. Not bullied. Nobody bullied her. Mitchell bullied her, but Mitchell bullied everybody. Nerds weren't always bullied in my school. I feel like people weren't always bullied. Like, I don't think... But she wasn't even... How do you put it? I don't know. I don't think we went into her life enough, honestly. I think we just was so focused on Vivian. Which was, like, kind of, like, bland. She was bland. Um, but, yeah, you. I Wait, feel who like... who were we talking about? I was saying Vivian, we only were mostly knew about Vivian's life. Like, we didn't go into other characters' like life, like, in depth. Oh, like, in terms of the To movie? know what even, what yeah. what their lives were about. Um, but, but yeah, I think that the high school complex will last for so long. I mean, like, who I knows? mean, they're just going to keep doing it. No, I just meant, like, the, the psychological damage it does. Like, I feel like I'm still dealing with it as an adult, and it's been years since I've been in high school, and I'm still, like, trying to be... That, like, you know what I mean? I don't know. That's, that's what I'm trying Disney to Disney Channel does it right. Yeah. Well, I mean, but we don't watch that, but yeah. Not anymore. But when we were watching it, most of those people were our age. Yeah, they were just hot, but yeah. For that, our age group. Yeah. Yeah. Because looking back on it, they look goofy, but in the moment we were like, those are the best people on there. Yeah, I mean, they didn't look as goofy as I did. Yeah, like, when you <laughs> when you were back in the day, like, watching Wizards of Waverly Place, you're like, yo, Selena Gomez is the GOAT, bro. Like, she's so hot. And she's and still you, hot. She, she's hot as fuck now, but, like, when you look back at it, you're like, yo, she looked like a fucking dork. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, they do it right. Um, but, yeah, anyway, that was, that was Moxie, so, if, you know, I guess we should rate it, because I don't really have anything else to say, other than I wish we, like, Spent time with other characters. Like yeah, because we don't even know Lucy's background. We don't know anything. We just, I just know realized... that she's a, like, a rambunctious rebel. Yeah. And that she doesn't... Uh, I don't know. There's another black girl. It was really funny. that got up at the end. She's like, don't touch our hair. That's an important cultural touchstone because people really do touch POC's hair without permission all the time. Or just even asking. I don't think I've ever saw a white woman like, let me touch your hair. <laughs> yeah the fact that you even have the audacity to ask is but crazy. why are you so curious it's just hair don't touch me yeah it's like a weird like don't a petting zoo um I've you gonna see that. a really dark person and be like can i touch your skin i've never seen it that dark like what the fuck is wrong with you i've gotten the hair question a couple times uh and i'm pretty mixed so i get that what's your mix you're so exotic you know i get that all the time you know thank you thank you just nod your head <laughs> or like then you tell them your mix and they're like oh my god that's crazy yeah i've I'm, never seen that before yeah i'm like it's like other types of people had sex it's kind of a lie you know that's all just <laughs> different types of people had sex i guess we're all gonna be beige one day um i don't know those white people are holding on pretty hard oh a lot of asians don't like to mix either too i'm not gonna say it's not just white people but um but, but yeah, that's why I have to say it. Do you want to rate it? Yeah, you go. Um, 
Well, it's at seventies in the Rotten Tomatoes. Um, I, I guess I would give it. What do we give? Uh, I don't fucking remember. We gotta start writing that down. Yeah, we gotta start doing this. I'll give it a seven point four. I'm gonna go with just a seven. I'm gonna, yeah, I'm gonna say just seven because. Because honestly, I thought I liked it more than when we talked about it. I was kind of like, mm, yeah, a little bit, yeah. Because I was like, because there are parts that you're just like, eh. Nah. I think we were just so seeing so many shitty movies on Netflix, and I was like, wow, I can get through yeah, this. something a little fresh that that breezed through, and you were like, this is okay. And I love Amy Poehler. I just wish she was in it more. Did like she I, have tattoos in the movie? Vivian or Amy Poehler? Lisa. No. Did she not? I don't think so. I love Amy Poehler. She's great. Did and you see hilarious. Parks and Rec? Like clips. I haven't seen He's it lame. Yet. He don't love Amy Poehler. Oh my god. <laughs> He's lame. I still love you, Amy Poehler. Um, imagine she's listening. Yeah, right now as we're recording. No, I she's meant like next when room. she hears this. Welcome, Amy Poehler, ladies and gentlemen. Amy Poehler, if you're out there, eventually listening to this, eventually, we have really high hopes out here. <laughs> <laughs> um, it would be great uh, to hear from you. Yeah, let's have you on the podcast. I'll take you, yeah, have you on the podcast. <laughs> I'll take you to lunch anywhere you want to go. Anywhere you want to go. Greg can't come. It's just a girl's thing. <laughs> Maybe not. Do you want to invite Tina? That's cool, too. Shit, and I can't come. That's it's crazy. for women. Fuck you! You're seeing Amy Poehler and Tina Fey. And I can't. I said if she come. wants to bring her, <laughs> holy shit! I'll pay for them both. <laughs> Jeez. All right, Patrick Schwarzenegger. I guess if you're watching this, I'll take you to fucking lunch. That's I'll fuck one. you. Jesus. <laughs> I'll be really cut by then. So <laughs> just don't spit in her soda. I'm not even gonna get there. This is already not a PC podcast. I was gonna say some crazy shit. We gotta go. What is wrong with you? It's late at night. (laughs) All right, guys. Thanks for listening. Um, We'll catch you next week with I Don't Actually Know because I don't think we've chosen a movie. There's the Shia LaBeouf one, but I've been avoiding it. Pieces of a Woman. That's because it's fucking traumatic. I can't deal with any more trauma. it's an Oscar nominee, so we have to. Yeah. All right, guys. Catch you next time.